Okay, good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shu Untied. Today, I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, uh, Jia Jiang, who's a entrepreneur, TED speaker, author. Jia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, Jia, let me ask you. Obviously, you're famous for your rejection therapy. How you strove to get rejected uh, for a hundred days. Tell me a little bit about how you came up with that idea. What prompted you to even start something like that? So it's basically based on my own needs. Um, so uh, when I was running my own company, um, when I first started out as an entrepreneur, I uh, I didn't know a lot of things. Um, but all I did was I want to be this entrepreneur. I've been wanting to do this my whole life. Uh, and then when I was rejected with an investment uh, a few months into my venture, I felt so bad that I even wanted to quit right there. And that's where I felt, you know, Wow, I I have a rejection problem, you know. This rejection problem helped me back for so many years. I mean, I didn't start it on my own company until I was thirty, and I feel I should have started when I was twenty-two. And for all those years, I wanted to do it, wanted to do it, and couldn't do it because I was afraid of rejection. And then after starting my own company, I wanted to quit with the first rejection I got. And I felt, wow, you know, I'm really afraid of rejection. And this thing is really holding me back. So in order to, maybe my company will fail, maybe it will succeed. But one thing I got to do is I got to be, be a better person. I have to solve this rejection problem. And so that's why I started this 100 days of rejection thing. Um, it's, it started as a fun journey, fun it's a, um, a video blog. And um, I, this idea is inspired by this game called Rejection Therapy. Basically, ask you to get rejected by, in, for 30 days. By the end of 30 days, you really becomes like desensitized person, right? Then you are not afraid of rejection anymore. So I thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have fun with this. Mm. So that's how it started. Now, when you started that thing, I mean, was it, I mean, what made you pursue it? Because, I mean, it seems like once you get rejected a few times, you'd want to give up. Like, what, was there anything specific that really allowed you to pursue it through the full 100 days? Uh, yeah, but, but it, was, it came later. So when I first started, I just want to have fun, right? I just want to see if things are possible, right? I, 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 was, I feel myself using this, uh, my phone, to get rejected, and, and I want to put this on YouTube to make a video blog out of this thing. And then what I found is really quickly, I started learning some really, really valuable uh, lessons, right? Uh, for example, how do you negotiate? And how do you hold your ground when people tell you no? How do you possibly turn that no into a yes, right? And then what kind, in, what kind of que- in what way can you ask questions to actually get more yeses? So I started learning so much. And then at the same time, my uh, I, my blog was blowing up. You know, people were like, a lot of people were chiming in and they thought this is so fun and also so inspiring. Mm. As it turned out, everyone had this re- uh, f- fear of rejection mm. and um, and they, they used this to actually uh, embolden themselves in their own journeys. Mm. So, and so, so the combination of learning, but also there, there's a social element to this where mm. we have a lot of support uh, from people everywhere in the world. Now, what was your reaction when you started getting this response? I mean, did, did that surprise you even more? I mean, what was your response to that? Yeah, it was, it was uh, you mean response from people? Yeah, from the people that were saying, wow, this is amazing or whatever. Yeah, I was in total astonishment at the time because I, I didn't, that was, that was not, that was neither my goal nor uh, my, uh, my, my expectation was 
this type of I mean in the at the end I, I got like close to eight million views you know and on YouTube and I I did not think this many people would like this thing uh and and I and I just found this on one on one part there's like wow this is fun this is a lot of people are afraid of rejection I'm helping them you know not just helping myself but on the other hand you know the entrepreneur um, part of me where it feels like, wow, there's a great opportunity here. What can we do here? What can we do to make this long, big, and enduring? Hmm. So how did you take that experience, and how did that evolve into your, obviously, now famous TED Talk, now famous Google Talk? How, tell me a little bit the evolution of how that happened. Yeah, so when it started, it was um, just because this this thing became um, – Pretty famous, right? This uh, I got a lot of notoriety online because of the number of views, because of especially the Krispy Kreme video, mm. where I went to a Krispy Kreme shop and asked the 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 uh, the donut maker to make me donuts that look like <laughs> Olympic rings. Yeah, and right, and she did it, and I she could not, I could not get her to say no to me, and she just like I just kept asking, like, really, can you do this? And she's like, yeah. I mean, she in the end she. Do this, did this box of donuts. You can find this online. It's yeah, very, yeah, very I've seen fun. It. Yeah, and and that that video is so touching. It got over five million views on its own, right? And then what 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 ended up happening is because of that, you know, I was I was invited to a lot, on a lot of talk shows, uh, and then people started to ask me to speak at different hmm. events, hmm. right? And about rejection. So I remember my first speaking engagement was this. Uh, uh, was this uh, a meetup uh, uh, by this uh, uh, chiropractor, <laughs> and uh, uh, and she wanted me to come and talk to her small meetup group. There were like nine people in her group, so it was in her uh, the lobby of her office, and. You know, and she was like, "Yeah, come on over, give a talk." And then I got there, and she's like, "The next two hours is yours." So I'm like, "Okay." So that was like my first talk. Then I started speaking at bigger and bigger venues, and you know, pretty soon I was speaking in front of a thousand people. Hmm. You know, and but because what I found is, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. I'm hmm. actually really good at tell this story mm-hmm. and and find what's the key takeaway people can can uh can learn and make this funny make this humorous and mm-hmm. and and you know so that's how it started and then i was able to write a book about this publish a book it actually became the number one bestseller uh on the in the audible format uh for uh for may last year hmm. and uh and because of his credibility is and ted was willing to put my talk on ted.com and that's that's where it came about. Yeah, well, congratulations on all that. Thank so you. now, now that you kind of now you have a little bit of time to kind of evaluate this and you kind of look back at this experience, you know, what do you? I mean, are you? Do you think you can take it for this rejection there? But do you feel like there's more to say about it, or do you feel like you've kind of you know completed the? the or tell me a little bit, about, you know, how you kind of look back at it now. Yeah, it's uh, interesting you're asking this because I feel like in terms of the topic, I think for me, I probably said what I want to say about this topic. But now it's up to the. I want to use different format for the world to actually take this message, and into into individualizes into their people's their own lives, right? So, I, my goal right now is to actually build an app, mm-hmm. uh, digitize rejection therapy, 
to, so people can actually take this concept and use this app to actually enrich their lives and you know achieve more dream higher. Mm. So now I take it when you first when you first discovered the symbol of rejection, you had no idea you were tapping into such a fundamental human fear that was that obviously you're not alone in feeling that. I, I assume you did not realize that. No, no well, I, I thought it was just myself. I thought I was. I thought I really got this problem, you know, and then every time I got rejected, I felt so bad. I just want to quit. I want to make make up all kind of excuses. Of course, I will keep a, a brave face, right? And I will be like, oh, that's, that's okay. Mm. But deep down, I know it wasn't okay. Mm. And when I got rejected, I just want to quit. I just want to run away. I just want to hide. Um, and that type of uh, fear really just can help, help me down for so long. And uh, so that's why I want to solve this problem for myself. Mm. But literally, I know that that this fear is shared by so many people. Mm-hmm. Now, do you really feel like you literally don't have any fear of rejection now? I definitely not. Definitely not. So, what I felt like the rejection, the fear of rejection, will always be there. Um, and because you were we're social animals, where mm-hmm. we constantly feel like we're judged by other people, mm-hmm. and naturally want to be accepted by mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this uh, you know survival instinct, right? If you are rejected from a group, maybe you're you know, facing dangers on your own, maybe that literally means life and death. Mm. But of course, we don't feel that nowadays, but probably like thousands of years ago, we uh, we as a species felt that way. Mm. Uh, so that fear of rejection is still in us. What I can do is, I, I, I say this like, a, you know, my, my courage, um, it's like a muscle, right? If I keep tra- training this, I become stronger and stronger. But also I start learning all kinds of skills to actually deal with rejection. Mm. Uh, I also have this, Almost like a, um, a a mindset right now, like a framework where when I get rejected, I automatically fall to that mindset where, okay, here are the different, I'm, I'm rejected. Here was what, I, what do I do? I have, I have different tools to deal with rejection, mm. to actually handle that, to turn the no into a yes, mm. and, and to not be afraid of that. So, you know. It's it's really about strengthening my brave, um, like a courage muscle. It's really about you know uh, having all those tools to handle rejection, um, and it's really about having this uh, mindset developed. What's the most interesting? I don't know. The person you've met from this rejection therapy thing, or most interesting experience that you've gotten out of this whole experience with the rejection therapy? Would you say? So. Um, I I can't say maybe this is one interesting person, but the most memorable uh, request I've done was when I was uh, I went to uh, one of the requests was, hey, I want to teach a, a college class. You know, I, my I'm coming from a family of teachers, like generations of generations of teachers, high school teachers, college professors, you name it, and so so I, but. I didn't want to become a teacher. I want to become an entrepreneur. But so one of the days I, I thought, you know, maybe I want to just uh, teach a college class. So I went to University of Texas in Austin. I started knocking on down professor's doors and then just like, hey, can I teach your class? You know, I just, that's one of my requests. And uh, one of the very first professors I met said yes to me. Hmm. And I came in prepared with my iPad, with the classes, uh, with my lectures loaded. And he was like, oh, that looks like good stuff. So when I, after giving that, so so he invited me as a guest lecturer for one of his classes and when I walked out of there I just felt wow it's like a like a bucket list thing like a lifelong dream thing I've I've achieved um, as a as a son of of, of a teacher I, I was become a teacher myself for that moment hmm. and I just felt there are a lot of things 
I, I did this just by asking. Of course, I was prepared, mm. but I just asked, right? There are so many dreams and so many things you want to do. Each you just, if you just make, take the step, right? You're infinitely closer than you were before mm-hmm. by just thinking, by thinking maybe you have, I used to be thinking I have to achieve certain levels. I have to be get a lot of qualifications before I can even apply or even ask. Mm. But that moment I just asked and I asked, I, first I prepared and I got a yes. Mm. So I think, you know, I learned from that as I hope a lot of people can learn from that is mm. like, you know, a lot of times if you have a dream, just go make take that first step. Go for it, you know, and and ask, and you're you're a lot closer than you think. Now I know that you you're saying that you don't want to be a professional speaker. You're trying to start build this app, yeah. but why not try to take this message as this was? Why not be like a Tony Robbins? Because you are an inspirational speaker. You're very compelling. People get inspired by your message. Obviously, you exhibit that. Why can't? Why don't you think you could deliver just as effectively? By being a professional inspirational speaker. Yeah, so just a little bit of background. I think we talked about this before we started recording, right? So I'm like, that's not my ultimate goal, even though I do a lot of speaking right mm-hmm, now. But mm-hmm. the, my ultimate goal is not to be a professional speaker. So the reason for that is, um, you know, people see themselves as they want to see themselves, right? So I, I see myself as a, um, as a technologist, mm-hmm. right? I've always seen myself that way. You know, I grew up uh, being inspired by Bill Gates, Right, so I've never seen myself in this Tony <laughs> Robbins role, and Bill Gates is far away from Tony <laughs> Robbins as possible, right? So I'm thinking, you know, like I think I can influence a lot of people being a Tony Robbins uh, or uh, you know type of role, and if I thrive for that, and uh, but I also feel like there is part of me that feel. Um, the kid in me it wants to be a technologist. Yeah. Right? I, I want to build this technology, build this app, build this community of people where we can learn from each other, learn from rejections, get inspired by rejections. And, and also, in a way, many more people would be able to uh, to be inspired. Mm. Now, this rejection, obviously, it's a very fun, fundamental topic, and I think you, you know you can obviously you know maybe you can do a lifetime of stuff around it. But have you thought about maybe applying the general principle that you've learned and apply it to maybe some other human you know aspects or somehow generalize this in, in another way? I can't even think what that is. But have you thought about that at all? Yeah, I mean, you can really if you have this mentality of hey, I'm 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 not afraid of rejection. I'm fearless. You can apply this in so many other ways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can. I, I've uh, I've written down different tracks. You can actually apply this mentality to maybe career development. You can find a new job, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you can just, you know, I mean, in one of my rejection session is I found a new I found a new job in one day just by dropping into different offices and talking to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can maybe talk to your CEO, right? Make a new proposal, right? Um, uh, ask for promotion and things like that. So there's you can do that romantically, of course. You can ask people out more, um, more fearlessly. And mm-hmm. I, I've learned that you know after getting tons of rejections and we're actually also not getting a lot of rejections, learn how to present yourself. I learned so much swagger in terms of talking to people. Right, you got to have the confidence, but also have the warmth mm-hmm. when you ask people out right so uh, i didn't try this myself because i got a i had a wife and very happily married but people can use this to actually ask 
people out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can apply this to entrepreneurship, right? If you want to build something, right? You got a you got this new idea. Why did you go just go out and ask people, just strangers on the street, mm-hmm. your potential customers, maybe your mentors? Ask your, uh, you know, use LinkedIn and found those people and want to talk to them. People don't do this enough, mm-hmm. and they should. Mm-hmm. So yes, you can apply this in so many other ways. When you kind of look back on the, the the way this came about, do you feel like you were just incredibly lucky, or do you think that there was something, even maybe when you were, even though you didn't have this intent, that you were, you felt like maybe you were onto something that was very fundamental? I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, two parts to this question. One, of course, I felt lucky, right? I felt that that this, uh, you know, something that 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 hit big, but also I was very prepared. You know, I've, uh, you know, when they say success is like, you know, when luck meets preparedness, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think when this opportunity came, um, I felt I've been, I'm an avid reader. Even though I don't read, I can't read now, but I listen to, I use, I listen to books. I've listened to hundreds of hundreds of books on psychology and negotiation. And I, very quickly, I started seeing, okay, this is actually a perfect playground for me to actually putting all those theories that I learned into practice mm. and see what works and see what doesn't, mm. right? And so in my talks, in the book I've written, uh, and also in my blog, I use these theories and, and the things that I learned in the past. Um, and if, I feel like if I didn't get those education, if I, don't, if, if I didn't have an interest in those, I would not be able to have such a rich, um, I guess, content uh, around, the, around rejection. Well, tell me a little bit more about your future. I know you're working on this app right now, but can you see beyond that? What do you sort of see for yourself? What do you envision yourself 5, 10, 15 years down the line? You're obviously a very young man. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> Well, it's, it's, all, it's all comparative, right? I don't feel young. Uh, I don't feel young anymore. But, but uh, well, I, I really see myself as um, um, building this app so so many people can use it. Um, it's, it's part of my passion, right? Yeah. I want to... I want to build it. Uh, tech. I don't know what it looks like eventually yet, but I, I have a um, I have a pretty pretty good starting point. Um, and but I want to build something that a lot of people can use. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know I have a uh, for example my TED Talk uh, is the number three most viewed TED Talk of 2017. Mm-hmm. Right? It has th- 3.4 million views, and I'm like that's really good. But what if I can get 3.4 million people using my app, mm. right? Wouldn't that be something, mm. right? And and the the opportunities, these, um, you know, the the businesses, the the lives that are changed from these people who use these apps, that's something that got that that got me going. Mm. So, do you mind about the the association that you're developing of being the rejection guy around the rejection therapy? Is that okay with you? Oh, absolutely. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I've. Uh, uh, I used to be like I'm like oh rejection guy I'm not sure about that but now I've uh, I've uh, taken this with uh, with pride yeah 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 so um so you've got the app that's in mind and then and then how about beyond that do you have any do you have any any ideas on what you want to do beyond that uh, yeah I mean I'm pretty sure I will write another book or two uh, I have a, a, a I have one idea that's uh, I'm a I'm uh, I'm like doing research on so mm-hmm. I I can I can see that going mm-hmm. um, yeah so. And and I have this uh, I also have this long term goals. I want to build schools for mm. <laughs> for for you know for less privileged mm. people. But you know this is like it's kind of do gooder kind of a thing. But the thing is, I, I still remember that moment uh, when I was in college, right? And I was um, I grew up in China, and uh, I come from I came from the biggest city in China. Well, second biggest city, Beijing, right? Right now is is a very rich 
place to be. And if you go there, a lot of people haven't been to Beijing. If you go, you'll be amazed by how modern that place is. Um, but in college, I was actually sent to rural China. And I remember um, meeting the people there. I remember meeting the, uh, uh, you know, uh, I just felt so fortunate with the was where I came from, right? I came from a big city. I've come from a very good family. I had this chance to come to America uh, to be able to get the best education in the world, the, to get this best opportunity in, in the world. But it's the same same people. It's not even like different people going to a different country. I went to rural China and saw this is the same people as uh, as, as as me. Then I saw the, the kids there, they don't have the... The, the chance, the opportunities I got. Hmm. And a lot of them are way smarter than me. Hmm. I just talk to them. And I'm like, wow, they're, they're, they're blowing me away. But, but uh, I just can't, I just can't fathom, like, you know, the, if they, you don't have the right opportunity, if you are not born in the right zip code, if you're not right, born in the right country, uh, things are different uh, for you. So I just want to uh, do something to, 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 to give back, you know, to, to not just to give back, but to actually build something so they can. I love to use myself in whatever way I can as a platform so other people can, can succeed. Hmm. Well, Ja, this has been a fascinating conversation, a real inspiration to meet you in person. I saw, obviously saw your Google Talk, saw your TED Talk. It was a thrill to have you on my show. And when you do come out with that second book, I'd love to have you come on and tell me all about it. Absolutely. By the way, Richard, I, I really appreciate your, uh, you know, how you approach things, you know, how you reach out to me and how you, how you conduct these interviews. It's, it's fascinating. It's, uh, you know, you're fascinating on, on your own. So thank you for having me. This is Richard Chu and Ja Jang. Thanks. Thanks.